Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Uncomfortable Silence. And today we want to talk about regret and how to deal with it. And so to move on and just uh, not repeat the same mistakes and do better. And we don't want to rehash what we've talked about before. We have certainly a lot of regrets, both on uh, certainly from my side on things I wish I did different, better, or um, wish I got a redo. But that's not the way life works. So um, we just want to talk about regret and how to get past it quicker. Yeah, regret regret is something that if you let it, it can uh, consume you. And I think it's one of the biggest reasons for people to, uh, that they get depressed or they fall into a hole of really, uh, they regret certain things they did in their life or things they didn't do in their life and they become very unhappy with themselves. And uh, I think it's definitely a, a interesting problem, but um, it's something that I've learned to at a young age. I'm glad I, I've learned to deal with and something that I think I have in its right box. So I'm happy to be able to talk about that. Yeah, and, and since we really are trying to push for the idea of more communication and being more comfortable bringing up topics that otherwise you might not, I think that's probably the best way to not have regrets is to deal with issues as they appear in front of you and try to get to a comfortable place with them, good or bad, or whether you get what you want or not, to be able to move on and have like winters and not consume you. Because all the studies show that there is a lot of uh, depression and anxiety that comes from regret. And a lot of it is probably by keeping the door shut and not letting those topics out to share with other people. Yeah, when, um, when my mom uh, died, I experienced a lot of, uh, the feeling of regret of like anything when someone dies of, uh, regretting, you know, not, uh, spending more time with them or not, uh, treating them as much as, uh, as well as you could while they were still alive. And, and the best way to, to get rid of that feeling of regret is to, uh, take it into the future instead of the past. And, um, now instead of, instead of regretting, uh, like what I could have done differently with her, it's, uh, I try to now treat, uh, the people in my life, like me, that I care about, like it's, uh, like it's going to be the last time that I see them. Um, you know, my, I have a really good relationship with my friends. So when I l- leave them or when I talk to them or hang out with them, I, I spend time with them. It's like, uh, like maybe the last time we'll see each other because when we leave there, you never know what, uh, might happen on the way home or whatever. Yeah. And then I just had a conversation with a young man over the last couple of days. He was taken back by something he saw that, um, you know, one of his parents were dealing with and, uh, same age as me. We're all kind of hoping we leave our children in a good place and the people we care about and they were um the topic of a last will and so on came up and um you know those things don't get talked about until maybe they're on top of us and the possibility of uh life ending and so on so it actually by the end of our conversation turned into a positive way he was going to speak directly to his parents about it instead of just kind of seeing what was going on and not letting out how he felt about it and getting a good place. So in that case, it just a simple conversation um, kind of stimulated him to, uh, you know, like Quentin's a 20-year-old man. I might not like what he says any more than he likes what I say, but he is certainly old enough to offer his opinion 
and he has to live with his own consequences of many of the decisions he makes. So, you know, it, it matters what he thinks, just like um, anything I do can have unintended consequences as well as just uh, results from my decisions. So I think the best way to avoid regret is to think through the decisions and choices we make and, you know, just preemptively anticipate what may or may not happen uh, before we make those decisions. Yeah, on a, on a lesser level, I was starting to really regret um, when, I, when I would go out on Friday nights or go out on Saturday nights I, and I wouldn't wake up early the next day and go work out or I wasn't as productive the next day. I, I started to, to regret um, the way I was acting or the way I was having. And the easiest way to get rid of that regret is to uh, reflect on it and then recycle it. You think about it and then move on from it and uh, be, be the person who learns from that regret. Um, I, I just decided, I was like, all right, I'll, I'll stop going out. I'll, I'll be productive in my mornings and the rest of the day. And that's what I do now. And, and that feeling of regret, uh, left and I'm, I'm now left with a more fulfilling feeling instead of feeling like I could have done more, could have been more. I think the biggest thing that people regret is not, uh, being everything they're capable of. And the guy I listened to on that was that got me thinking about that was David Goggins who to the extreme he he felt like he was uh not living a life worth living and he decided to lose a bunch of weight go be a navy seal do all those things that these things that he thought made his life uh worth, worth living and I decided that I wanted to do that for myself and do it in different areas but I wanted to stop just doing the same things that everybody else does and and live my life the way that I want to and I have uh, pretty much zero regret now compared to what I used to have. Yeah, I think the experience with Cindy, um, we would be non-caring or non-feeling if it didn't make us stop and think about the things we did and um, reassess maybe if those situations ever came up again to handle them better. And I think this, um, you know, that's maybe that's part of the grieving process. I don't know, but you know, I heard a good quote that grief is love just trying to find its proper place. And that can take a long time. Like Quentin has his time frame from those type things and I have mine. And I think as an adult, I'm pretty assertive. And sometimes I try to push my time frames on Quentin. Uh, not so much now, but certainly when he was younger. And that was just really foolish. And I'm that type of regret can quickly turn into a lesson learned and go forward. And now, I, I mean, we, uh, 15 minutes ago, have trouble getting through a conversation because we feel different. And part of that is probably me just realizing he's um, very capable of having his own thoughts on such issues and I have to listen better and, um, you know, not, not have a bad, a negative end to a conversation, which is always regretful. Because that's to leave with a bad taste in your mouth is never good. Uh, when my when my mom died, and again, like like when when someone close to you dies, and when my mother died, I I regretted not uh, spending all the time as uh, valuable, all the valuable time. I regretted not spending that in a way that would have been uh, more beneficial to both of us. Um, when she died. 
the first thing I thought of was all the time that I spent uh, worrying about stupid stuff, like worrying about uh, what, you know, she was five minutes late to come pick me up and I would get mad at her and, and I would take all that back if I could because it was such stupid things to worry about. Um, and then when she's gone, you realize that all that time and energy you wasted on being angry and being upset at, at a person who actually was sick, uh, you feel really bad about yourself and now that I've transitioned that into my life now where I uh, I still regret anytime I waste time and I feel like I'm wasting time like it used to be I would play video games and after I would be like I, I just wasted two hours of my day I could have been doing something productive that now I'm actually I'm some people think I might have become a little crazy with it but instead of wasting time I'll go work out or now I'm, I'll try to read to educate myself and I'll do stuff that instead of wasting time is actually beneficial to me. And I've gotten rid of that regret of uh, feeling like I wasted time or wasted, uh, you know, valuable time with somebody that I cared about uh, that I can't get back now. Yeah, I think um, since life is all about relationships, I think, you know, Cindy taught us a lot. Um, not in the way any of us would have anticipated, wanted, or um, any of that, but she's, she's taught us a lot because it's forced us to take a look back and to Quentin's credit, he's now applying the positive lessons learned instead of getting swallowed up by the tough times with it. And I think even mm -hmm. as, as I get older and you know I'm more empathetic toward other people and um, I made, I made some choices that I wish I didn't do, but I've learned from them. I mean, I have, I've always said I had good, great friends, but some of those people that I thought were friends weren't, they were acquaintances and it got tested. And, um, then some other people that I never would have guessed were, had such value in this experience we had in moving forward. Um, I really appreciate their patience with me while I learned to appreciate them. And um, those relationships have grown. And the other thing I think sometimes as you grow yourself, you, the relationships don't stay the same. And it's not that the other person's wrong. It just doesn't help you in, in uh, your life. If you have goals and you have dreams that you want to really spend time with and things you want to um, learn more about, you have to find people that support that. And um, they're reciprocating kind to them. Uh, and, and I think... I think that's part of the growing process too. And um, young people have a lot of pressures on them that are by the culture. They're really not about them as individuals and each kid has so much to offer. So I hope that um, through conversation, kids can find the, the joy in their differences and that they all do have something to offer and then take it on and go, go for their goals. The best thing, the feeling of regret has uh has taught me is is that um if if the feeling of regret has taught me to appreciate uh what i have a lot more um regretting uh i used to regret what i didn't have as a kid a lot i used to uh growing up in a community where a lot of kids are, are very fortunate and uh have a lot more than i do as uh you know we paint houses and we were never the you know, real rich money family. And I used to uh, almost resent other kids for having those opportunities and having that money. And I, I used to regret the way that I uh, was raised up and 
and lived growing up, but now I, I appreciate those things uh, a lot more than when I, when I was a kid. And I would take the way I grew up over uh, most of the people around me any day of the week, but that feeling of regret I've turned into an appreciation for what I have, and it, it's totally got rid of that that feeling like I, I wish I had more and I, I wish I did more growing up is that now I appreciate what I have so much that I, I really don't get that feeling of, of regretting anything now like I used to. Yeah, we're always looking for other people's approval. Um, we want to be liked. We want to be perceived to be good people. And that kind of blocks out the fact sometimes that we have a lot of stuff to work on. And, and that's never-ending process as we age. But for young people, um, and I understand what Quentin was just saying. We I went to high school in Medfield when it was a little blue-collar blue town. And, boy, we hated those kids from Dover Sherman. You know, they had all nice cars and so on. There was nothing to base it on. They were the same as us. The kids wanted the same things. And... You know, you learn that later, but it can create a lot of pressure on you when you're younger or, or um, you know, your coaches take advantage of it and say, oh, they, they don't work as hard as you. And yet we know kids work hard no matter what endeavor they're in for the most part. And, um, you know, the, the differences between us are very slim. And, you know, we, we don't want to spend time with that negative, those negative feelings. We don't want to re regret the opportunity maybe we had to meet more people and to interact with better people. And within the community we live in, um, a lot of those people that I've met, I I was kind of quiet um, in conversations with, you know, coaching in town and so on, or dealing with kids. And um, now I wish I had engaged in more conversation with a lot of those people because as Quinton's gotten older and our life has changed, and I've got to meet those people in other ways. They're wonderful people, and I'm, uh, that would have helped our situation a great deal if I had been um, more, not so much more social, just more engaging. Yeah. Regret, regret can only affect you if, if you let it. It can only uh, bother you if you don't learn from it and, and don't move on from it and those people that do learn from it and move on from it are the people that usually uh live a much better life or are more successful in certain areas because they've learned from their past mistakes and uh we've all done stuff that we're not proud of i've done plenty that i'm not proud of but to be able to learn from that and change things and and be able to do it differently i've completely changed my life and and the the big thing now is I hope that people don't uh, judge me for who I maybe a couple years ago when they knew me uh, for how I acted or anything that I did because uh, I have learned from those mistakes and, and I did regret a lot of the stuff I did, but I, I've, I've changed now and I think one of the problems that we have as a society and as people is that we don't give um, other people the opportunity to change. Um, and I, I do it too. I'll, will bring up a name from five or six years ago and I'll say, oh, well, he's a jerk. And, but I, I haven't seen him in five or six years. I don't know if he's changed. I don't know if he has, uh, he or she have learned from their mistakes and, and become a better person, like, just like I have. And the more that I do that, the more I, I try to think of the other side of, okay, well, I changed so much in the last couple of years. I'm, I'm sure other people have too. Yeah. That's, um, I love seeing Quentin's age group, four or five years later when I cross paths with him, usually in the gym, 
I don't know who they are because they look so different, but to engage with them and laugh about the stuff the way it was when they were little or uh, just hear what they're doing. And 90% and of them are doing great. And they always appear that way because now the conversation is positive. So they're talking with an adult who only looks at them as someone that they're rooting for. You know, they're, I, I want them to do well and they engage in a conversation. And I think of, geez, how many times I could have done that with other kids. But, you know, you learn and you, you move on and um, don't let the regret get to you. And it, it, because it causes guilt and those are powerful emotions. And there are people that will feed on that. And you don't want those people around. You want to find the people that bring out the best in you and and then, like I said before, reciprocate on that. And you can't, you can't make people like you. You know, you, you can't do anything about that. Um, you just be yourself and uh, let yourself be like, you know, be yourself. And people, people, you know, you don't have to prove anything to anybody else. Just do the right thing. And, um, you know, we're fortunate, like Quentin said, where we live, he, his friends have great parents. And, um, but there's a lot of people out there that are so much less fortunate and be patient with them because, you know, they usually act a certain way because of the path that they've been on. And that might not always come out in a good way. I went to a um, basketball practice yesterday where 100% of those kids come from tough backgrounds. Every single one of them. And I watched them at the practice be good to each other and uh, much better than a lot of places where kids have much more. And there's no bad language to the coach. There's no negativity toward the coach, nothing. So for that hour and a half, it just reminded me of um, how great kids are when they're in a positive environment. The one boy who had just come from the south side of Chicago, it was his first couple of days at the practice and uh, from a really tough town. And boy, he was very happy being where he was. Uh, maybe he had a different expectation level of other kids. So I, I think, uh, you know, the regret is something to reflect on and then move on. Put those bad experiences in a box. And if you're past it, close the, close the drawer and just move on and, and do better. Yeah. All right. Thank, Thank you. Thank you.